Tinkerbell, Cinderella's fairy godmother, Maleficent, and the Blue Fairy from Pinocchio are some of the most famous examples of the mythical creature which we are going to discuss in today's episode. We have read about them in stories, watched them on TV and movies, and they have been a part of folklore around the world from time immemorial. The fairies have fascinated researchers and writers around the world for ages, and they still don't seem to have any consensus on what the fairies really are. Are they elementals, supernatural, metaphysical, or are they from an entirely different planet? And how did the legend of the fairies came into being? These are some of the questions which we seek to answer in today's episode. Hello my dear darling people, my name is Sanatan Pagare and thanks for tuning in to Bright Myth. Fairies are a legendary species with somewhat human-like characteristics. They are often described as being intelligent, having a human-like body and facial features, and having the ability to talk. But what separates them from the humans is that they have wings and they possess the ability to do magic. Many folk beliefs claim the origin of the fairies as cast out angels from heaven, and some beliefs claim that they are deities. In some other folklore they are believed to be spirits of the dead, and nature spirits, or a precursor to the human race. The word fairy is generally used to refer to a human-like creature with magical powers and a penchant for trickery but is sometimes also used to refer to other magical beings like goblins and gnomes. And unlike the fairies we are used to from children's books and movies, in ancient beliefs the fairies were believed to be rather dark entities and were supposed to be warded off using protective charms and enchantments. These protective charms involved ringing church bells, wearing clothes inside out, four-leaf clovers and food. Fairies were also believed to haunt certain spots and were often depicted in stories to lead travelers astray using will-o'-the-wisps. And before the advancements in modern medicine, fairies were often blamed for inflicting sicknesses like tuberculosis and bird deformities. According to some Christian beliefs, fairies are a demoted class of angels. In one famous story, some angels in heaven decide to revolt against God, and are then banished from heaven by God as a result. God then orders to close the gates of heaven for the revolting angels, and then he casts some of these angels into hell as a punishment. Once the gates of heaven are shut, the ones who remain in heaven stay angels. The ones who are thrown into hell because of their disloyalty become demons, but the ones stuck in between of heaven and hell turn into fairies. King James in Demonology referred to the fairies as illusory spirits which were demonic entities, who transported and consorted with the witch or sorcerer they served during medieval times. The fairies were once also thought of being worshipped as pagan deities, like nymphs and tree spirits. But as Christianity's hold over Europe got stronger, these pagan deities turned into fairies in Victorian fiction. During the 17th century, the fairies, according to some Christian beliefs during that time, became demonic entities. In this perspective towards the fairies grew even stronger with the rise of Puritanism in Britain. The Hobgoblin, which was considered a friendly house spirit before this time, became the Wicked Goblin, and any form of interaction with the fairy kind was now considered witchcraft, and was now a punishable crime. In some beliefs the fairies are considered to be the spirits of the dead. Oxford scholar Diane Perkis once tried equating 
that met other fairies with the ghost of the untimely dead, who had some unfinished business. In one story, a man gets caught by the fairies, and when he tries to look at one of them, it appears as his dead neighbor. There are some other theories related to the origin of the myth of the fairies. One outdated theory claimed the fairies were a humanoid race of people, which existed before the arrival of modern humans. And as coal iron was one of the charms used to ward off the fairies, the supporters of this theory used this as the basis for the theory itself. They claimed since modern humans use iron tools, therefore they were eventually able to supersede the existing humanoid race of fairies that just had stones and wood for tools. And that is where the myth of iron as a ward of charm came into existence. In some theories, the fairies are classified as elementals, which mean they are magical beings that personify a particular force of nature. And they can use these forces in their defense. Now, let us discuss the different types of fairies that are believed to exist in the folklore. Brownies Brownies are generally believed to be a helpful group of fairies. They help in keeping your house neat and tidy. They are believed to attach themselves to people's houses and they generally reside in dark corners of a home, in cupboards or in hollow trees near the house they have attached themselves to. They are also believed to like treats such as cream. Goblins The goblins are a type of fairies that are believed to reside in dark places. They have an ugly appearance, are generally bad-tempered, and they usually wear dirty clothes. Pixies This group of fairies is mischievous in nature, and they can either help or harm human beings. They are generally associated with the western parts of England. The people of this region centuries ago unilaterally believed in the pixies, and would voluntarily keep pisky pows on the roof so that these fairies can have a dance floor, and in return they won't harm them and their families. Hobgoblins These fairies live on farms, and are believed to love the warmth of a heart, and they would come inside people's homes to get near one. They are believed to be closely related to the brownies, and are generally well behaved unless someone offends them. Dwarfs The dwarfs are believed to live beneath the surface, that they would mine for precious metals and stones that give them wisdom and the ability to stay invisible to the humans. Nymphs The nymphs are nature fairies that have been part of the Greek mythology for ages. They are generally associated with natural landscapes like mountains, lakes and meadows, and they usually appear in the form of beautiful young women. Elves According to the Norse beliefs, the elves can be categorized into two types, dark elves and light elves. The same dark elves are referred to as trolls in Scotland. The dark elves are believed to spread sickness, whereas the light elves are believed to be wise. Gnomes Gnomes are believed to be earth elementals, who live longer than humans. They are believed to have superhuman speed and are shot like goblins and dwarfs. They are usually portrayed in stories guarding vast treasures. Baobansit It is a Scottish version of a female vampire, who would attract men and would suck all their blood to keep itself alive. Be Nye 
The Binai is also referred to as the Washer at the Ford. The stories of these types of fairies are prevalent in almost all Celtic cultures. It is basically a different form of the Irish Banshee, which is a female wraith figure and is perceived as the harbinger of death. Changeling A changeling is a fairy baby, which a fairy would secretly change with a human baby. Usually, fairies would do this because the fairy baby was sickly. It was believed, in order to recognize a changeling, the baby should be placed near fire. And with the proper enchantments, if it was a changeling, it would escape climbing up the chimney. Dullahan A Dullahan is a headless phantom coachman who drives a black coach carrying a coffin. The coach a Dullahan would drive would sometimes be shown drawn by a headless horse. The Fool The Fool is a social fairy and was sometimes shown in stories being wiser than their masters. Leprechauns The leprechauns are the most popular species of the fairies and their stories are some of the most popular. We have seen them in movies and this is the type of the fairies which we are most familiar with. They are mischievous in nature and love to prank human beings. They dress up in homely clothes and resemble a tiny male with a withered face. They are also believed to hold treasures. Where do the fairies come from? The fairies are widely believed to come from the fairy land, in which according to Theresa Mooney in the fairy bible is comprised of four cities, each associated with one of the four elements. These four cities are as follows. Phalias. This city is located in the north of the fairyland and is associated with earth. It is covered in darkness and has multiple metal towers that are covered in jewels. Phineas. This city is located in the south of the fairyland and is associated with fire. The city is covered with perpetual daylight and have kind-hearted inhabitants. Gorias. This city lies in the east of the fairyland and is associated with air. It is described as a wonderful place to live. Mirias. It lies in the west and is associated with water. It is located next to a vast ocean and is a big thriving city. Proof of the fairies. Well, there have been a number of reported fairy sightings and encounters over the years and many people have claimed to have made contact with the fairy kind. But most of these claims so far have been dismissed as they can all easily be seen as circumstantial and cannot be used as a solid proof to prove the existence of the fairies. We are briefly going to discuss some of these encounters in this episode. Robert Kirk was a 17th century Scottish minister who was also the author of The Secret Commonwealth of Elves, Fauns and Fairies. The minister was mysteriously found dead beside the fairy No at Aberfoyle in 1692. Later in this story, he appears to his brother as an apparition of himself and tells him that he is a prisoner of the fairy land. And it was enough to convince the locals that the minister's death was the doing of fairies. In another famous story, a man by the name of Thomas Rymer claimed to have apparently met the fairies in the 13th century and he claimed that the Queen of Alphen has fallen in love with him. Reverend Dr. Edward Williams, 
claimed that in the year 1757, he and his four friends had an encounter with the fairies. When they came across a group of eight dwarf couples that were smaller than children in red clothes and were dancing in circles about 100 yards away from where Williams and his friends stood. One of the most famous stories of fairy encounters is that of the Cottingley Fairies, where a pair of schoolgirls from Yorkshire, England between 1917 and 1920 took five photographs with fairies in them. This story became a sensation overnight and was published alongside an article by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in the year 1920. But later, the girls admitted to faking four out of the five photos they had taken, but maintained that one of the photos was real and that they did come across a fairy-like creature. Over the years, researchers and scientists have tried to find physical evidence of the fairies or have tried to hypothesize how did the myth of the fairies came into being. But so far, whatever they have presented or produced in front of the public has mostly been anecdotal. Some scientists have claimed that the myth of the fairies came into being because of the memories that the humans preserved through ages of another humanoid race which used to live side by side with the humans. Early discoveries of very small skeletons may have also been the reason for the myth of the fairies to come into existence. Scientists as late as last year have discovered bones of the florist man, Homo floresiensis, which was an archaic human species which lived in parts of Indonesia. The florist men were dwarf-like humans which lived 50,000 years ago and might have even coexisted with the human beings. So maybe the existence of such human species could be the reason behind the myth of the fairies. But right now, we don't have any evidence to prove this link. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle tried explaining what he thought of the fairies, and he claimed that the fairies might be real, but they might exist on a different vibrational spectrum, like X-rays or ultraviolet, and could be seen by only those who could tune into their world. So, are the fairies for real? Well, as of now, we do not have any evidence to prove of the fairies' existence. All we know right now is that what the fairies could be like and their different types, and we know of their tales and stories, but scientifically, we cannot prove their existence, and therefore, we'll just have to accept the fairies for being just another ancient myth. But hey, who knows, maybe someone in the future could provide us with the scientific proof of the fairies' existence. But till then, we will just have to wait. If you liked today's episode, please make sure to hit the follow button, it really helps us a lot. You can also follow us on our YouTube channel under the same name, the link for that is in the description. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, the link for that is in the description as well. And with that said, till next time.